Okay. All right. What up, guys? What up? We're Hello. back from the summer. We are here. It's been long and crazy, but we're back to semi-normal life-ish. Semi-normal. Yeah. There semi-normal. Have been so many changes since last season. Yeah, the, this year's battle pass is crazy. Fourth wave battle pass two is wild, bro. <laughs> nice, cool. So, um, let's do a, a recap of our summer real quick since we yeah. haven't chatted about coffee in a long time. Yeah. So, Josiah, do you want to go first, or Caleb, do you want to go first? Josiah, you got it, bro. I think you did a little more coffee stuff than I did. I feel like. Yeah, so my summer consisted of, so I played a lot of music this summer, went to a lot of different camps. I don't think I ever stayed in the same place for more than one week. And I think the most time I spent at home, like consecutively, was two days. Um, so, so that was cool. It was tiring. And then on the times that I was back and I wasn't playing music, I was working at our local third wave shop and... It was a. Uh, it got a little tiring, but it was it was super fun. It's fun whenever, you know, your job is like also something that you enjoy on the side as well, which coffee being that. Um, and I actually got to at one of the camps that we went to because I played a lot of church summer camps. Um, in Wichita Falls, there's this shop called Collective Coffee, and I saw that they had they were selling some bags of silver grizzly beans in there. And I was like, okay, like these guys must know like, like Longview people and stuff. So I go up to the guy that was putting them out and he ended up being the owner. His name was Darian, a super cool dude, Uh, him. And I think it's his brother. uh, His name is Mason, but Darian and Mason, they're the two owners of collective and it's a really cool shop and it's made, they retrofitted it into a old, like, five minute oil change place. Oh, uh, nice. That's um, awesome. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So it's really wide open. There's huge garage doors. It let a lot of light in. Um, it's a really good vibe in there. So, you know, I started talking to him and I was like, Hey, like, so you like know the roaster and everything. And he was like, are you from Longview? So then we had that connection. And it turns out like they're musicians as well. So I actually ended up buying some gear uh, from Darian uh, and he's a really cool dude. Um, so that was a really cool like connection that I made. Uh, over the summer your whole world's collided music coffee and east texas yeah it was it was really crazy <laughs> your three favorite things right we, east yeah. texas yeah <laughs> caleb what about your summer what did, what did you do fun coffee related so my summer was like super kind of i guess you could use the word sporadic just like I just kind of didn't have a lot like planned. Um, I think like the biggest like w- I guess week of coffee that I had was um, I went up to Boston for a week. Like I, I know I talked about it. I ended up paying for the ticket last minute and flying Spirit, which was a trip hey, on its own. Um, How was and- the leg room? Terrible. There's also like <laughs> several babies and multiple dogs uh anyways <laughs> um i that week in boston i I went and visited a couple of my favorite shops that i've probably ever been to like texas and 
Texas and Boston included. Um, and I got a couple bags of beans. I tried a few new ones. Um, there, there's a pretty cool one. There was one. We might, I might bring this up again multiple times in a, in later episodes. It had this like, I think I texted you about this like super automatic espresso machine. It was so weird. Like it had, and, and like it made a good cortado and everything, but it was like, um, like it pulled the shot itself and it steamed the milk itself, except it had like three or four different steam wands and I didn't, I didn't really know what each one was for. I didn't do too much research on the, on the machine, but um, I was going to talk to the baristas, but the shop was swapped. So I was like, mm-hmm. the shop was swamped. So I was like, eh, not today, but um, from one of those coffee shops called Broadsheet, uh, I got some Ugandan beans. That was the first time I've tried some Ugandan coffee. Um, I know we talked about that in the African finale. Like I was in charge of Uganda and I felt super fake because I had never tried Uganda oh, coffee yeah. before. But but it, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I really quite enjoyed it. Kind of had like the the light body of uh, of like an African coffee, but it like it was also a, a little bit syrupy, which was kind of weird. It was interesting. Nice. Um, but I kind of not, not too many big coffee adventures this. Yeah, this summer. But just I would say about you? a lot how my summer has gone. Like we've done some trips, um, mm-hmm. but the big trip was to Alaska, and did not have many good coffee shops there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one that I was like, oh, I want to go to this. It's in this town, but Alaska because it's so large is like super spread out, and yep. the, we were nowhere near the actual coffee mm-hmm. shop. So I'm going to breweries instead. And they know how to brew beer better than brew coffee. So that's that was good news. Um, but um, really, I think my summer more has consisted of me building new rhythms and getting mm. like in the flow of like um, my new job and like a new town and new places. Yeah. And so um, on Wednesdays, I work from home and we've been mm. living in the pool house. So it's bad Wi-Fi and everything. So actually no wi-fi um so i usually will go work at a coffee shop but my biggest rhythm is the first thing i do when i get to the office is i have my full pour over um, Mm. set up in my office so i get there i flick on my lamp um, i turn off my motion sensor light and then i i've been brewing all this past week just an iced aeropress every day i bet your pour over setup looks sick I know it, in it the does. Office, like, yeah, yeah. I'm super, and I'm ready for like when we finally do move to get all of my other stuff. My boss walked by this week and goes, "Jesse, do you want to get some decoration for your office?" And I went, "Are you saying my office looks bland?" And he goes, <laughs> uh, "Pretty much." But I have my coffee in there, and that's what matters. So yeah, yeah. That's that's what my summers consisted of, just kind of building mm-hmm. this new rhythm of making coffee every morning in my office, which has been yep. fun. I've made coffee for a few people in the office. Um, and then one thing that we can, this is just a caveat that we can make and come back to at a later date. Mm-hmm. The, or we have an African congregation and mm-hmm. the pastor of it is from Burundi. And so he might, and he's been in America for probably 10 years or so, but he might be a great person to talk about 
the like coffee culture of Burundi at some point as like a guest speaker. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That, yeah, that'd actually be kind of sick. Yeah, but nice. It's good to see everyone's summers have gone well. Yeah. Um, Kate, what are we talking about today? So today, just kind of coming back from from the summer and everything, and uh, I I had the idea we should talk about coffee aroma. I feel like it's a word that gets thrown around a lot in, in the coffee industry and like aroma and what like the smell of coffee and everything. Cause like if you watch like someone do a pour over video or something um, or like a cupping, they're always like inhale the aroma or they like swirl the coffee, like get the aroma in like mm-hmm. sometimes I'd be doing that at home and I'm just kind of like, I don't smell that much. So I was just like, what, what is the, what is the real reason? Like, that's something we could talk about, figure out. Like, I feel like that's probably a common question is, why is this important at all? Yeah. Caleb, let me ask a question. Have you ever lost yes. taste or smell from COVID? No. No. Do you have a good sense of smell? I, I would say I have a pretty decent sense of smell. Oh, okay. okay. Interesting. I was just wondering, since you're like, what does this mean? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess I've never like lost my sense of smell that much. So I like don't have, it's not, it's not one of those things where it's like, Oh, I, I've lost it. So I, I, I think it's more important, you know? So I guess I've just, mm-hmm. I've had the luxury of always having a sense of smell so I can just yeah. exist. Yeah. Um, but just kind of some questions I think we could hit is like, what is aroma in the first place? Cause you know, that's, that's a, the type of tomato. <laughs> okay. Ooh, but um, was that yeah. was light on speed. That was uh, that was quick. That was quick with it. Um, I mean, so, like, what I, do you think aroma is? I think that aroma, and this is literally off the dome. This is not like a plan statement. This is my first inclination. I think that aroma is the scents and gases that a coffee releases as it is agitated by uh, hot water. Hot water, hot shower. Yeah. Nice. I would say, I would agree. I'd just say like smell that we have as we are drinking coffee. And I think it's super important. And like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I've ever like consciously been like, ooh, let me smell this. I know when like you're cupping, that's mm-hmm. one of the things you do. Like you break the crust and you like smell. And I think that's because like 80% of taste is smell. Yeah, right? I was about it's to say, like say that, like that's how that. much smell yeah. informs taste. Yeah. And so like, you're like what do you do whenever you don't want to taste something? You, you plug your nose and yeah. Like, and then you just, yeah. Like yeah. taking medicine or something. Yeah. Like your olfactory and then whatever your taste buds are, how intrinsically linked they are, like for taste and yep. smell. Yep. Um, super fascinating. And so, and honestly, my, my like knee jerk thought process is a lot of times when I drink coffee that tastes like blueberries, like a lot of like Ethiopian <laughs> coffees, I would say they smell more like blueberries than they taste to me. I would 100% agree with that. But I would say the blueberry kind of informs like 
oh, this tastes like blueberries to some degree. Or like the smell of blueberries. I would say the same thing about any coffees that one would describe as floral. Mm -hmm. Floral is like, a that's like one of the most like, I feel like if you don't know what to call it, people just call it floral. Floral. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those like ominous kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, it smells like outside, like a yeah, flower. Like, so we're, we're just like, going to call it really, floral. <laughs> yeah, what are we really talking about here? I think Alexander yeah. Mills made a video about that recently where he was just like, what do we mean when we say floral? What, yeah. What type of floral? I'm not yeah. going to say the the point of his video. You can just go watch his video if you want that. But yeah, go watch it. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're kind of just you guys on the side. No, I was pointing okay. at you oh, on my yeah. screen. Oh. <laughs> um, so we kind of like covered like the taste is like 80% what we smell. Um, but I also like, uh, I can't remember what website it was off of. Um, but like caffeine, like obviously that's what mo I feel like a lot of people drink coffee for caffeine. It's not always for taste or for making, just making the cup. Um, and, and I think one thing I read was that like the smell of the coffee that mm -hmm. affects our brains almost just as much as like the caffeine itself does because yeah. like it'll it'll activate like that um that part of our brain that's like oh okay especially when it's like jesse you talked about your morning routine mm -hmm. like you get to the office and you make your your eyes uh, pour over every day like people when they smell their coffee in the morning they're like okay it's the morning like i need to mm -hmm. be ready for work i need to be ready for the day like this and that um so I, th mm. I think also like a big thing like um is like whenever you smell the coffee in those like it's like the it's kind of like with flavor notes for instance mm -hmm. um it's not whenever a package says it tastes like cherry pie it doesn't taste like cherry pie me and just are debating this again um the other day uh it's it's not it's not like oh it tastes like cherry pie it reminds me of cherry pie so like yeah. when when we smell those aromas in the coffee it just like goes to our brains and reminds us of that smell it's not like hey maybe this is this is blueberry smelling like it's it's just it reminds us of that so like same thing yeah. like when we smell the coffee in the morning it reminds us like okay the morning we got to get ready for work we got to get ready for the day yeah it's kind of like how smells they're so like you can smell something and it triggers like a memory. Yeah. yeah. And coffees have their own unique smell that can kind of like trigger the memory of eating a strawberry mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Very interesting. I think it's funny. We were just talking about, Oh, what does floral even mean? Like people, the technical term for like the smell or the aroma of coffee is nose, which go, go get you there. It's so <laughs> complex or bouquet which I thought was interesting since it's like, we're like, oh, floral, but it's also called the bouquet. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. yeah, Like with all these like tasting notes and, you know, smelling notes and all, all these things, like the reason that we're calling it notes and the industry calls it notes is because 
there i know you've probably seen a lot of memes around where like you know somebody's making like a really fancy aeropress or really fancy kalita or power over chemex whatever have you and then they're like showing it to their friend and then their friend just goes yep tastes like coffee and it's mm-hmm. like, yes to some degree it's because it's coffee it's it's gonna taste like coffee but like if you really like dig into it it's like yeah these things are really faint and they're really like subtle but it's like these little subtleties that like inform like your favorite cup of coffee mm-hmm. like my favorite mm-hmm. cup of coffee that honestly i've been missing a lot but you know it doesn't really work for right now because it's really hot outside uh is the el dragon uh from brown mm-hmm. um because that one has like this little like spiciness to it and spicy meaning like you know like peppercorn and stuff like that um yeah like a little nutty like that's one of my favorite cups of coffee it's like yeah like if you just like down it with you know creamer in it then like yeah it's gonna taste like coffee like whatever but if you really dive into like the the intricacies and all this intrinsic stuff then uh it's it's really this whole world and like to be honest like i'm not even the best at like you know tasting like what like what flavor i'm really tasting and everybody's taste buds are different so it's mm-hmm. all it's all about the experience mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's about being a man of nuance and mm-hmm. you know not just saying this tastes like coffee, but caring about the nuance and the little intricacies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, You're not into that. You're Taylor. not into that. That's fine. Uh, I was going to say. It looks like you. What were you, you going to say? Go for it. Sorry. I was going to say. Um, and one thing I was thinking about is just like, okay, is does this, like, where does the smell of the coffee come from? Like, is it, yeah. is it like the green coffee or is it, how it's roasted, how it's brewed, how it's grinded. Um, I, I was watching this video about uh, I'm literally the YouTube account is called what is it? It's called It's Lidalicious. No idea. Uh, it, they talked to some roaster. Didn't say who it was. Uh, but the roaster is talking about like it's, uh, it smells different like in the middle of roasting, mm-hmm. uh, before roasting, after roasting. Um, and grind size does affect it, but it's mainly just because um, it's going to smell differently how it's brewed. So it's kind of like just an adverse effect of the grind size because, you know, if you grind too small, it's going to uh, smell bitter because it's like a bit on the coffee too, whatever. Um, so grind size is not necessarily the main thing, but it's, the main thing is definitely the roasting. Um, yeah, and then also the freshness of it. So I would say like, mm-hmm. so one, one thing that I would do at farmer's markets when I would go sell coffee to people is I would take two like, basically like OXO containers, one full of green coffee and one full of roasted coffee. Um, and so I would let, let them smell the green coffee and say, okay, what's the smell like? And they go, oh, it smells like grass or hay and it kind of stinks or something. I'd say, okay, now smell this one. And I'd open the other one. And then they'd be like, oh, that smells like coffee. And maybe be able to describe, and it's just whole bean. Um, so they'd be able yeah. to describe maybe something. But they'd be like, that's what coffee's supposed to smell like. But I would say that even um, like right after roasting coffee, Sometimes it has a very unique smell versus like seven days after it's had a little bit of time to degas. 
mm-hmm. changes the smell completely. Like there's been times where I would roast coffee and like I'm so nose blind to it because I'm sitting there roasting. But Maddie would walk in. She goes, wow, it really smells like dark chocolate back here or something. And she would be able to like name the smell like specifically immediately. Yeah. And I always thought that was really um, interesting because also like I think freshness is in there. There's all these little like things that kind of go towards it. Yeah. Yeah. I was also thinking about like possibly I could not find any definitive proof on this as much research as I try to do. Um, I was wondering if it came from like the oils on the coffee. Like, cause you know, there's um, people take oils from everything and put them in diffusers and things. And they're like, Oh, these health benefits, whatever. Like besides that, like, I'm curious how much of the coffee smell comes from the oil because, because you know, if you, if you roast longer, the oils go to the coffee go to the surface more of the bean. So, like in dark roast, smell burnt compared to light roasts, mm-hmm. and and they like medium roasts do even smell completely different. So mm-hmm. I'm curious just how much like is the oil itself? Yeah. Um, instead of just like just the bean but like how much from the oil of the oil from the bean is like important to the smell Mm -hmm. so that was just a random thought but there's sometimes where like i will on the kind of flip side of that Mm -hmm. where i've under roasted coffee when i wasn't like completely sure what i was doing yeah and like i remember the first batch it was the color i wanted but i didn't really know anything and i just kind of like did it yeah. And it didn't crack or anything. And so I just pulled it out and was like, okay, this looks about the right color, but it looks weird. And so I smelled it and I was like, oh, that smells really kind of gross and like weird. And then I grinded it and it smelled even worse. It smelled like a gross peanut butter. And so it was like, I don't know. I think kind of on the flip side of that, the lack of oils. Kind of hurts the smell at times. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Remember that Caleb remembers that time that we roasted some coffee <laughs> and we were like, Yeah, like this looks fine. And we ground it and it was like green it's, on the side it, still. It oh, no. horrible. Uh, <laughs> and by and by roast coffee, we did it in a pan on like an on a burner and like we didn't like legit try to roast coffee. Outside in a park on our college campus. Yeah, because we didn't want our room to smell uh, like that. That's beautiful. Uh, it's, it's probably because it like the outside heated too quickly and the inside yeah. did, did heat yeah, all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Because we were just kind of like, oh, we're curious. We're going to try. And then it did not. That but that's, that's I think besides like, the point. In coffee roasting, those first like five batches that I did are some of my favorite memories in roasting coffee because I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing. <laughs> and I, you know, wasted money, but I learned a lot. And when I got that first, like, good batch, I was like, what? Whoa, like, this is really good. And so I was like, I could sell this. So yeah, I could make money off this. Um, Caleb, so you had written this question. I kind of want to, I saw it and I was like, okay, we're talking about, like, the nuance and the intricacies of mm-hmm. kind of taste and aroma and how they coincide. Um, but yep. you wrote, how do we develop our sense of aroma? And I thought it was a great question. And since you wrote it, 
Is there yeah. anything you do specifically to develop that? So, um, like, so I, I never like tried to develop aroma, which I know is like interesting because I'm like, we're talking about it, but like, I, I've always thought about like, okay, if I get any coffee and it has like a flavor note that I've never tasted, I'll go to the store mm-hmm. and like, like the Ugandan coffee, it had dragon fruit. So I tried a dragon fruit, you know, like I was mm-hmm. curious because never had a dragon fruit and it, it did taste like it. Um, but I didn't, I didn't think about this question until like yesterday when I was just going to like, wait, same way we develop taste. Why shouldn't we also develop our, uh, smell, yeah. our smell? So I, I was watching the videos and just kind of reading some stuff about it and like, like, yeah, a lot of people were saying, like, oh, there's, like, these um, these kits of, of, like, yeah, there's these coffee-smelling kits where they have, like, different vials of things, and they're so expensive, and they're, like, all right, like, for two weeks, spend 10 minutes a day, like, smelling all this stuff, and then, like, wait a month, and then I was, like, that's just so much, like, for the average coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I I watched a few more videos and stuff and and I, I kind of started doing research on more how to just develop it in general instead of develop it for coffee because you know everything about coffee can get so expensive um mm-hmm. so there's like some general tips of like just everyday things you can do um the first one is just like whenever you're smelling something obviously unless it's gonna like get up in your nose like just get closer to it they kind of brought up like like when dogs smell things or when like pigs like get truffles from the ground or whatever they're like right up on it so they can smell Mm -hmm. it properly so that's just like one thing you can do when you're smelling coffee or smelling food or different drinks whatever just get closer to it um one thing they said is just sniff a little harder don't just like kind of like stick your nose in it and be done like you gotta like like give it give it a good inhale um because so the the part that like smells on your brain it's kind of like up towards the top of your nose your olfactory Mm -hmm. senses um so like you can't just kind of give it a quick little sniff you gotta like like really inhale it really think about it um kind of like when you're cupping you don't just sip it you slurp it because you're trying Mm -hmm. to cover your entire palate yeah so you're trying to cover your nose entirely like yeah yeah um and then like just think about what you're smelling like like uh we what it what the video kind of is a ted talk what it kind of brought up is like we smell things all the time like like most of our smelling comes from like in unintentionally just kind of walking around like we smell um we we smell uh trash we smell people cooking um mm-hmm. you know I sometimes we const- you smell what i smell constantly <laughs> Some, sometimes we smell um some unsavory things where we live uh and and just like when you're like actually trying to smell this coffee and like determine what the smell is like just think about it a little more don't just kind of like sniff like oh it smells good just be like okay what does it smell like just give it a second process it yeah try to um, like name it yeah and then just kind of practice with it so like if 
if you're cooking or um or like you get you try a new food or something just like smell it and like smell different spices or smell different ingredients smells fruits whatever and just like as as you're just doing normal things just smell the things around you and then once you get to coffee and you try to kind of smell it and be like oh this kind of reminds me of this it's going to remind you of what you previously practiced quote unquote with yeah so nice Josiah, do you do anything to help your sense of smell in the realm of coffee Whenever we get a brand new uh, coffee in from Brown from across the street, you know, after it's had time to degas and stuff, uh, I'll always smell it whole bean. And then after we make it on drip, I'll smell it on drip. And then usually whenever it's a new newer coffee, I'll smell it um, uh, as a pour over, as a V60. And there's kind of like different nuances to it that that bring out different things. Like we were talking about like the different brew methods, like do different things to the aroma. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've found is that whole bean is like really gives you really broad sense, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, I, I don't know what other way to describe it other than broad. It just give you like everything that the coffee has to offer the the drip is going to bring out all the bitterness that the coffee has to offer um Mm -hmm. and i don't mean bitterness in a bad way but more of just like the subdued notes that yeah that aren't as sharp and aren't as fruity that aren't going to hit the the front of your tongue as much those are notes that are going to hit more uh like the middle and like back of your tongue and then the pour over is really going to reveal all the fruitiness and um uh and all of the like sides and like tip of your tongue things yeah it's gonna go hit like the sweetness of it that's tasting but but with smelling uh it's a similar experience you'll you'll get more sharpness from the v60 you'll get more subduedness and Mm -hmm. uh it just hits different reactors and i think whenever you if you did smell those like back to back like you would feel like in in your sinus, like your sinus glands, you would feel like it hitting those different parts. Interesting. Hmm. Well, so I do. Um, anytime I go to a grocery store, I uh, I heard this quote the other day of, um, "Don't let rhythm enjoy or like destroy the uh, like uniqueness of life." And they're like, think about if you were to go to a grocery store with no like. Oh, I'm looking for this. I'm looking for this. So now I go smell every single thing. I pick up fruit and I go, and then I run and pick up the flowers and I go, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. Imagine how weird that would look. A guy you had like, me going for a second though. <laughs> a guy. Yeah. At first I was like, oh, okay. And store. then you like, I run and smell and I was like, okay, no, I didn't. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. No. I do try to like, so like similar with like tasting mm-hmm. when I taste like, grapefruit it's not just tasting it like i'll i'll like smell the fruit but also like think about the smell of the rind because mm. i think a lot of times drinking coffee we'll have coffees that are very grapefruit like fruity but sometimes that are very grapefruit bitter like the rind mm. of it and so just thinking like through those differences in stuff like that especially like citrus fruits so yep. yeah cool well, i thought that was like a a fun little like 
final question that I saw on your list of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're kind of running low on time. So yeah. I think we need yeah. to go ahead and switch over to our final closing segments of Coffee Trivia mm-hmm. Season 2. Um, mm-hmm. Who won Season 1? Josiah. Dang. Will he go double? Probably not. Okay. All right. Well, I have three questions today, um, all related to smell. And so we'll get those scores, and then we'll finish with with what's in the bag. All right. So humans can detect blank different smells. I'll add at least blank different smells. So how many different smells can the average person smell, do you think? Oh gosh, two thousand and one. That's that's my guess. Dang. Um, I think it's higher though. I guess it's like, what do we think about when we think about smells? That's like a whole. Hold on. Um, I think it's way higher. Like way higher. I'm gonna give it even <laughs> like forty five hundred. You're gonna say forty five hundred. Forty-five hundred. Ready to have y'all's mind blown? Yeah. yeah. Caleb's like, right, but he is so wrong. Like he, he gets the point. There's over one trillion yeah. different smells. Wait, are, I guess were you asking like the average person can smell, or is it like in the world there's this many smells? That what? How many scent different scents the average person can smell? One trillion. Over like, one trillion, like, like they can't no even detect shot. it. There's so many. No, like that's what we're capable of being able to smell. Yeah. So Caleb won, Josiah zero. Follow yeah. up question for this that kind of gives a little bit more, you know, weight to that is how many smell receptors are in the average person's nose. That's made me rethink everything because I like it. Otherwise, I would have been like, oh, there's like 40 of them. Now I'm just like. <laughs> All right, I, I answered first last time. Yeah, Caleb, you go this time. All right. I want to say like an outlandish number, but I also don't know like how that would even work. I'm going to go 4,000. I'm just going to keep it. I'm going 3 million. Josiah gets the point. There are. Th- 10 million smell receptors oh, in people's God. noses. God, dude. dude think about how tiny your smell receptors have to be or something. That's what, that's what I was saying. I was like, how small are smell receptors? Oh, if bro? you ask me how many smells I know that like I've smelled today, I would I would tell you like, I don't know, like three. But <laughs> 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 I don't know. All right. So we're all tied at 1-1. One, one, and this one's easy. Easier. Um, y'all can either it's there's two options you can either split or y'all can both double down on what y'all think it is um, and y'all both get to the point if you get it right um, what gender has a stronger sense of smell male or female female i'm going female yeah i want to go with female too i think it's right you think female i, I find i think that females are just genetically superior and and most ways. My wife overheard that and said absolutely. Um, yeah, it's women. So y'all both are tied leaving week one with two points. 
Let's go. 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 Let's Ethiopian whoosh whoosh from Silver Grizzly in Longview. I think we've talked about it on the pod before. That's um, nice. Just a nice little summer coffee, some Ethiopian because it's nice. freaking hot all the time. Thanks. Josiah, what about you? So, uh, one of the parts of my coffee journey has been uh, I did have my whole pour over set up. I had I had the I had the grinder, I had the gooseneck, I had my scales, I had I had everything. Like I I could brew anything you wanted me to brew. Um, but then I found I was working at Joe Pine so much, our local third wave coffee shop, and I was drinking so much coffee there that like people were gifting me bags of coffee, and you know, I was just buying different bags to just try them at home. And then I found that bags were just piling up and there was no conceivable way that I could go through all of them before they went bad yeah. and stale. So I I sold all of my stuff. So so for me, what's in the bag is uh, whatever's new at at, uh, at the shop. So right now it's um, still Vista Hermosa. Nice. Right That's a good one. Um, that is good. Have a new and I, hear me out on this one. We have a new decaf Mogiana. Um, but hear me out. It's a good decaf. Cancel him. It's a Bad. it's a good Dead. decaf. You're off the pod. Yeah, You're off. I know. Nice, cool. For me, I just finished this bag, so I'm about to buy something else probably today. Um, but I finished a Peruvian coffee from what's the Ooh. shop called? Caleb, what? you recommended the coffee. Oh, oh, uh, Paxson Beneficia? Yes. Uh, they're Peruvian. It's been great. Um, it was so good um, as a iced aeropress. I also um, enjoyed it as um, just a normal V60 a lot of days, unlike the mornings when I could stand the heat. But, yeah, it's been good. So we'll see what I buy today. I'm about to go in a shop. To do a little bit of work, um, but we are out of time, yeah. and it has been a pleasure and a joy to get back on the pod with you guys, and to get this rhythm back in place. Mm -hmm. We'll see y'all next week. See y'all. Right, bye. Bye. Boom. Boom.